Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I really appreciate you joining us this Saturday morning. In this segment of the show, in our neighborhood spotlight, we are featuring three chimneys incoming. For those who are familiar with that area or who live anywhere in that area, that northeast corridor of Metro Atlanta, you want to pay attention to this segment because what's happening in Three Chimneys might mirror what's happening in your neighborhood. Also, should you get a survey as a buyer when you're buying a property in Metro Atlanta? And can you use some of the closing costs that a seller has agreed to give you as a buyer? Can you use it to pay for something as simple as a home inspection, we've got those subjects and more during this segment. Don't forget, we want to connect with you, and it is easy. You can go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions that we answer on the air or off the air. You can make comments about anything we've said. You can push back or challenge anything we've said on the show. You can share your ideas. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight if you want to. And you can subscribe to our podcast. In fact, we would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. Without further ado, let's jump into our neighborhood spotlight. This week, we are featuring three chimneys. As you know, or as most of you know, we each week we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes over the last few years to help you understand as a homeowner in the neighborhood whether or not you have a particular advantage when it comes to selling a home. It is one of my favorite segments of the show because I think as a homeowner in a certain neighborhood, the more you know about market trends in your neighborhood, the better decisions you can make when it comes to selling your home. If you have a particular advantage as a seller, you should know it. If you have a particular disadvantage as a seller, you should know it so you can make the best decisions along the way. As the market starts to shift or as continues to shift, as it starts to make changes, it gets more and more difficult to make to know how to make the right decisions. It gets more difficult to make good decisions. And we hope that the Neighborhood Spotlight, which we do every single week or almost every single week here on Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, we hope that it's helpful. Three Chimneys, a little over 500 homes, 500-ish homes in 2020. There were 23 homes. Now, we would expect there to be closer to 35 homes sold in the neighborhood because uh, we expect the turnover in a neighborhood to be about 7% annually. They took 55 days on average contract to close. The average sales price was 508500 That ranged from 415000 up to 613000 Sales price to list price radio ratio, 98.3%, means sellers discounted their homes 1.3% on average. Moving forward to... 2021, when 27 homes sold, four more than the 23 the prior year, took nine days. Average days on the market, the total marketing time from the day it was listed to the time it went under contract, nine days. It went from 55 down to nine. That's a 45-day difference. Average sales price went up almost 100000 from 5085 to 6065. Sales prices range from a low of 488 up to a high of 785 and the average home seller got 3.1% more than their home was listed for. 3.1% more than their home was listed for. Moved to 2022, 24 homes sold more than 2021, less than 2020, excuse me, more than 2020, less than 2021. Homes were on the market average of 11 days before they went under contract. Sales price increased Almost $200,000. You heard that right. Increased $100,000 2020 to 2021. 
almost 200,000 2021 to 2022. It's really amazing when you think about it. Average sales price in 2022 797,200 range from a low of 620,000 up to a high of 1.021 million. They sold for an average of 4.9% more than they were listed for. There are currently two homes available for sale in the neighborhood, which means there is one month's worth of supply. If you wonder why the prices are continuing to increase, my guess is with one month's of supply, they will continue to increase in 2023. Certainly not to the extent, or I wouldn't, I wouldn't think to the extent they appreciated in 2022. But when you have one month worth of inventory, it is a seller's market, which means there's more buyers looking to buy homes in the subdivision than there are sellers who are in need of selling. There are two homes listed. Average list price eight hundred and seventeen thousand goes from seven ninety nine to eight hundred and thirty five thousand. The average sales price. Listen to this, Atlanta. In two thousand ten, the average sales price in that neighborhood was three hundred and sixty five thousand dollars. So the average sales price has increased from three hundred and sixty five thousand to eight hundred thousand, just a little less than eight hundred thousand, which means homeowner equity in that neighborhood has increased five. Excuse me, two hundred and sixteen million dollars 216 million dollars if you are the type of parent who doesn't want to monkey around with your kids education or the school's effect on home values you need to order a school chimp report and i mean seriously if you really want to know the the state of the real estate market by school district in metro atlanta there is no better place to get it than to get a school chimp report you can go to gogaddisradio.com click on school chimp put in just a little information you can either compare one high school to the average of all Metro Atlanta high schools or one high school to another. You just tell the system what you're looking for, and it will spit out a report for you that will give you a ranking or a scoring, A, B, C, D. A 90 would be an A, an 80 would be a B. You know how that works. And would give you all the demographic information you're looking for, the percentage of owner-occupied homes, rental homes, the average age of a home, educational attainment of parents, stuff that you might be interested in in learning if you're going to buy in a certain neighborhood. And then that is the real estate data is also overlaid on top of that. So you will understand total size of the market, average sales price, total days on the market, all that kind of stuff by school district. It is easy to get. Go GaddisRadio.com, click on School Chimp Report, download your report. If you are searching for a home for sale and you continue to be disappointed and not find what you're looking for, on the website you're currently using. It could be you need to change websites. And I recommend you use suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. And the reason I recommend you use that is because it pulls listings from both listing services in Metro Atlanta. Very rarely do I talk to a seller or a buyer who understands there are multiple listing services in one city, and that's unusual. And so if you're looking on a website and it pulls from one listing service but not the other and the listing that is right for you is on the other, you can see how you would miss out on that particular listing. SureMLS.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com imports listings from both listing services and you will find all of the information you need right at your fingertips. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. In addition to being the host of this show, I am also a full-time real estate broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords make the best decisions whenever possible all throughout Metro Atlanta. My family has been in real estate for 37 years this year. 
The name of my team is Modern Traditions Realty Group, and we hail out of Northeast Atlanta, but we can help you anywhere in Metro Atlanta. In fact, if you're thinking of buying and just want to have somebody to have a conversation with, you're thinking of selling and just want to understand what your options are, give us a call today, 770-497-0000. Got a listener question. Do we have to get a survey on the property we are buying? It's $500, and we don't want to spend the money. The answer is no. Uh, when I bought my home in my the home that I live in as a personal res- uh, residence in 1999, yes, I've been in the same home for 23 years, um, or I guess it'd be 24 years. Wow, um, the, you had to have a survey, and the reason you had to have a survey is because the title insurance company, in order to ensure the title required, you had a survey. So technically, the lender, the mortgage company, would say you have to have a survey, but it's because they needed to get lenders title insurance and you possibly wanted owner's title insurance on the property. The answer is I don't know of any uh, type of financing that would require you get a survey on a property and you certainly don't have to do it if you're paying cash. Having said that, however, you know, I am a big believer in surveys. I think if you're going to buy something and you're going to spend four, five, six hundred, eight hundred, a million, five on it, you want to know exactly what you own. And the only way to do that in Metro Atlanta is to get a survey this listener mentioned the price of about $500. They can be from $450 up to $600, but you'll know exactly where the pins are. You'll know if there's any encroachments. You'll know everything you need to know about that property. But another listener question, and that is the seller has agreed to pay $3,500 of our closing costs at closing. Can this include the cost of the home inspection? And the answer is yes. Now, do most closing attorneys or most real estate agents understand that? Uh, no. And in many cases, you have actually probably already paid for the home inspection because generally home inspectors want to be paid for those uh, the day the home inspection is finished or right at the time the home inspection is finished. But as long as it is for some type of service that is used to close the transaction to get it settled. So if it was a you know, a pest inspection, or if it was a follow-up inspection from an appraiser, so they charged an extra $150 to go back out and look to see whether or not some work that should have been done was actually done. All of those would be um, acceptable. When you um, get an allowance from a seller in terms of closing costs, what it says is, in that particular paragraph of the purchase agreement, it says that as the buyer, all of the closing costs are your responsibility except those costs required to transfer good and marketable title to the buyer at closing. Those are the seller's costs. So everything besides getting the, the mortgage pay, paid off, getting an HOA letter maybe, you know, getting the mortgage payoff amount, actually paying it off, as I mentioned just a minute ago, all that seller expenses. Everything else would be your expenses. And so if a seller agrees to pay 3500 in closing costs, then you can use that 3500 for whatever you want. Any cost you incur as a buyer that is required in order to close that sale. I hope that answer is clear. I'm not sure that many people would have the option to include the cost of a home inspection because it would probably already be paid for, and I doubt the lender would let you as the home buyer be reimbursed on closing, but you could always have another check cut to the home inspector, and then maybe the home inspector could refund the money that you paid in the past. I hope you have enjoyed listening to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920. I hope you have a great week, Atlanta, and I look forward to talking to you next Saturday. Take care.